0: To our latest soul-inspired leadership podcast, and today I'm I'm excited from last week, from when we had Jane Grafton on, because we've got Jane on again, uh, and we, we're making this opportunity because Jane goes back to the UK in a few days. So, while she's here, we've tied her to a to a to chair, chair and won't <laughs> let her go till we have a few podcasts. But we what we finished on last time was about the hit. In a sense, and now we can exp- we'll talk a bit more about that it now. And and one of the other trends that I see and everyone talks about, and, and rightly so, is that we should good leadership's learning from your mistakes. Don't be afraid to fail because that's what you learn from. That is all right. The question is, what are you learning when you do that? Because sometimes if we focus on the mistake. That just creates more negative energy and we end up spiraling down anyway. It's the question of how you take that information and what you do with it is the more the important thing. And so I, I just think it needs to be clear what we're doing. Okay. I'll hand it over to Jane to just explain a bit more about the it and what that all means.
1: Now, we're sort of making the assumption that people listen to the previous podcast. Well, they are,
0: so... I
1: might just do a summary of Do what a little
0: summary, did. that's a mm. probably good idea,
1: yeah. So what we meant by it is the capacity to develop pure, clear awareness of a situation, clear of the cluttering, wandering narrative, talkative mind. Correct, yes, yes. So what we're really talking about here is how does it... The clear mind, awareness, help us when we assume we have done something wrong or convention suggests that was a mistake.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. And we reflect back on what happened. What is it that's the nugget of gold to take away? Yeah, and that's, that's right, yep. And what I would suggest is it's our capacity to be present to the situation and allow it to teach us. Now, that sounds awfully nebulous. I'm trying to think of a, a well, it's,
0: situation. It's, when we were talking before that we started the podcast, it's like, there it is. I just put it aside, and I, I can observe it from a distance in a sense, right? Rather than I'm embroiled and embraced in it, within it still.
1: Yes, thank and you. And it's
0: taking my life. Now, I can wrap it up, put it in a little bubble, and look at it objectively, and take what I want to learn, but in the meantime, my brain is now cl- empty, <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> Clear.
0: Ma- over the many years my school teachers thought that and told me that over many years of school work, that my brain is now empty, which then attracts the good information that I want, because nothing's
1: Clutter.
0: cluttering it, because you put it aside and you only take out of that what you want, not having surrounding you.
1: Do you know you made an interesting point there about the brain being empty and I think that's that's worth exploring just if I may because there is a fear with mindfulness and meditation and these practices that the mind empties and if an empty mind will attract all sorts of... Yes, that's... Unknown, yeah, yeah. And therefore that can be a detraction from doing this. Yeah, yeah. What we're saying is not emptying the mind. The mind cannot be emptied per se because oh. the brains function neurologically I'm more, I'm
0: more confident to hear that after that <laughs> i should have wish i had that thought when i was uh, in grade 10.
1: i mean whatever it's wired with yeah. but the wiring is still there what we're saying is that we don't need to fire those neurons make that brain active to the point yeah. where it, it becomes all-consuming and of course an active brain you'll know you've got an active mind mm. because The muscles, especially because most of our thoughts are negative or or create some form of muscular, so you will feel physically distracted. What we're saying is the capacity to allow the, the brain to relax, not fire, and through that surface this capacity to be here, present, which is why we need to mainly in these pausing practices still because if we can yep. sit still the mind's not firing so it's not emptying the brain at all you can't empty the brain well it's just
0: it's just there again it's putting it a, well, I guess what just it's just there as a reserve bench it's
1: well it's the, a tool like a, a tool. hand That's or right. a, a I just a use put. my mind but, but we don't think d- that we use it without any it just spontaneously drives well, our life well as you
0: mentioned that last podcast you started to meditate and the, the data that you're wanting suddenly appeared in your mind so it's like It's like the law of attraction. If you if you get rid of all the clutter, the mind is open to attracting to fill the space. And
1: and also, how do we discern? We're now going off. Although this is relevant, the information that comes, whether it's helpful or not, whether it's relevant or not, and we cannot do that if we're in the mind, but we can do it. If we are aware of the mind.
0: That's right, that's more of an objective look, isn't it? So
1: the wisdom saying. and the purity of attracting the right for want of a better word stuff to us happens if we can just get out of our own way.
0: <laughs> yes yeah look I, I, I understand that. it's and that's there again, that's that important thing as we mentioned last time. a couple of minutes reflection a few times a day for leaders. That's really what you're trying to do. Just put all the clutter away and have the mind open and receptive to be pulling the good bits of information from your mind, but this is the more the conscious mind, from the subconscious into that, that space by which you can be creative, you can be connected with the world, with people, and more proactive and, and you know, like attracting more positive energies.
1: You were reminding me, we were talking about an example of this and making... I think it's sort of mistakes, but it's as well as it's also transitions in our lives. This is a frightfully serious one, isn't it? I've done anything humorous I'm
0: try, trying to think of something funny <laughs> to say, but nothing's <laughs> coming in my head. You'll have to come back and sit on my lap like <laughs> in the last <laughs> programme, right?
1: Gee. Anyway, so... Yeah. I, I, no, that is not <laughs> um, so, major transitions in our that's lives. Right, so, things yeah, like yeah, we, you really lose a job... Yeah. Or a major project has gone down the drain, or you suddenly lose a lot of money, or I mean, they're not mistakes, but well, maybe they <laughs> yeah, could be. Sit on his
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that would be a mistake. yes. Um, All yeah, I these look, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, that's right. And, and I, like, I know what you're saying now, and that's what we're talking a bit about before we we, just, we we hit the record button, is that I see it quite often in leaders, the ones who've, uh, who've had a few ups and downs. Quite often are the better leaders, the and why that is
1: that? Because uh, not all the, of them are.
0: No, no, some and of them the differentiation? They, they never learn anything. But they just—they get embroiled in what they've done.
1: That's a differentiator. And they
0: haven't. And you are making a quote. You made a quote internet before.
1: I made a quote. Yeah, yeah. This Einstein's quote. Einstein's oh, quote. Yeah. That oh, no, kind well, of well, thing. I
0: did Einstein well. Ross. I can't remember. So I get them both mixed up. So what I we're I saying, it. <laughs> Einstein the quote was, yeah.
1: Is is what makes this comparison? I think it's useful. What makes a leader thrive from a, a transition or a mistake, and what makes a or leader s- or spiral, spiral further down on? That's right. So and what, this was, quote, what yeah. was the quote? intranet? Mm. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. That's Albert Einstein. Yeah. So, so what's that pointing to? Well, it's, it's quite to. A
0: if I sit and analyse all the data that of the mistake, I'm living in it. It's all around me. It's firing shots at me. I'm using the I'm same grade if I do that. I'm talking military. It's firing shot me, I'm, I'm surrounded by that data, and, and I'm thinking the same way. If I take it, put it aside, throw it out the window, then just look out the window and look at it, I can take the bits that I think are useful, but my mind is now open and attracting, because it has space, all the positive bits, because I'm thinking, I can learn from it, what can I do? And then you start attracting the good bits into your mind, like in the last podcast you said, you meditated and whammo, there comes the thought. And that's that creativity side of your brain. It just fires in, fills up that, again, the, the The energy in your brain, it fills up, again, with the good thoughts. So you're attracting the good stuff.
1: So I think what we find is that we, I'm making a big we here, an assumption that the things that don't go so well are is when we have defaulted to the mind, the brain, to solve them. The things that go in some well.
0: Some yes. Look.
1: If we reflect back on our own experiences, you know, what were the situations that actually I thought, oh, that turned out fine? What, what, I wasn't so stressed about it. I wasn't so caught mm. up in it. I was able to stand back. Yes. And actually, it all turned out really well. The things that didn't go so well was where I was trying to plan it, analyze it, make lists.
0: If you're if yeah, you too caught up in the detail, it's like we talk about literacy. You've, you've got to open your brain, be flexible, be uh, nimble, and use your intuition.
1: And we were talking yeah. also, weren't we, about things going wrong and saying, OK, I remember we used to do this in the military. Yeah. Oh, we've had the most dreadful situation. We must make a whole load of uh, yeah. rules. Let's, let's analyse so, it to death. So when yeah. it, next time that happens, you pick up this folder and you open it up and you know what to do. Mm. Now that um, has its place, of course it has its place because it's useful and we learn the technical things from mistakes, To me. however uh, that yeah, mistake uh, is never going to happen exactly the same way next time and what we want to be I able won't. to do is learn the theory but apply mm. awareness with the theory and make awareness, yeah. which is what Einstein's saying, the primary driver of how we deal with a crisis. It's like
0: underpinning information, it's underpinning knowledge, the rules. that's it. The rules. The it's, rules yeah, the are rules. underpinning. And that's, it, it brought up my mind, and I don't ask. I cannot remember the author's name, but a book fifteen years ago was "Managing by Fads," which people then get into this template mindset. What's your template? And I do a lot of leadership training, and people say, "Oh, can you give me a template for that? That worked in that company. Give us a template." I keep saying it won't work in this your company because it worked
1: there for the mere fact you're a different person to that person. Well, it may or it may not work, it's but the person... You, you cannot decide. Well, yes, you cannot. Yes. You can only decide if it's going to work if you're present. That's right. So it's the presence it's the, it's of well, knowing, ah, oh, yeah, that yes. sounds interesting. It might work here, but being open to it. It's the blind use of rules. It's a blind following. That's right. Following it's it's taking
0: that data and just saying, that's what it's got, I just use it here. It's you take the data as... Take the bits out of it you want, then adapt it. In your awareness field of what is in the future, based on where you are, not, like, in the moment, not on something that happened in the past with some totally different people. You just take the information.
1: And, and the best it. ways, I suspect, you know, if we think back and see crises happening, and that the one that follows the rules to deal with it, or the one that spontaneously yeah. steps in and does the most amazing things. I remember, I did not know whether I should share this, but I was down at East Coast Park and I saw a chap Beating up his wife. I don't know what possessed me, but I walked gently and slowly between them and just stood next Stoodly. to the woman. I didn't make any eye contact, I just stood there. And at the time, I, no, no thought entered my mind. Now the situation boiled down. He relaxed, he looked at me, and he said, I've just got to show her what to do. And I could see in that moment he was at the point where he he could see what he'd done. He wasn't in it anymore.
0: He he, he was able to observe himself, basically. And
1: and what I'd done. Now, what I'm trying to say is what had driven that was not if you see someone in a fight, step one, do this, step step one, step
0: two, walk in between them.
1: For all of us, something instinctive comes up and we do it and we go, and then we walk away. And I, I fell into a pile of jelly thinking, you Jeez. bloody idiot! Why would you do that? You could have got completely—he <laughs> would have thumped one on you, you idiot! What on earth are you doing? <laughs> you know, and then we sort of notice. But the, the the nugget of gold is that we're all capable of reacting and responding in and, these and moments. And your
0: intuition would have told you, "I can do that." You wouldn't—it wasn't a conscious thought. Exactly. You Another couple doing that—you may not have done that because your senses would have dictated. You know, he. Exactly. He's probably got an arm gun yes. like he's... Yes, like how you don't did know. I know? But you just did it because you felt, oh, I'll be okay.
1: I suspect it's because this whole theory of our conscious mind can hold seven bits of information consciously and the subconscious mind can hold on to 11 million bits of information. And I was probably responding to my subconscious mind, Sometimes. none of which I was aware of. But I, I guess when we look back on why we do things... Please hone in, the messages. learn yep. from your mistakes, learn from the fact that you responded best when you were in clear mind.
0: But that's, the, and, and, and what you see as the mistake when you analyse it, that's the seven bits in our conscious mind. And once you put that aside and then take what you, you can use, because you've objectively looked at that, then you have this whole unconscious mind that's there, and then you're just taking...
1: And it's called the, awareness. There. Yes. It's awareness.
0: And the power of attraction attracts what you need to know from the subconscious into the conscious, and you move forward. Once you're in a situation where you reflect and you just
1: and we can train ourselves to be in this. That's right. Being driven by the eleven million. Simply by sitting and observing the breath quietly when we're relaxed. That's the reflection. And we become more and more aware of. I'm just sitting, watching my breath. This is a state that makes sense to me. That I feel comfortable. I can take on the world, and and I can navigate my life. I can make decisions about this. Is fruitful seems like a fair mm. and nice thing to say. This actually harms me. And, there, and that's we, connecting
0: within the self. Yeah, that's, it, you, you you're within yourself, right?
1: And and yeah. but we need to give ourselves that time. I think, and that's, that's right. What, that's what's yeah. so difficult. Am I being self-centered? Am I, yeah? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> it sort of uh, uh, she's making a few gestures here. Yeah, in, she's like, say, like, yes, like, get she off, relate. you idiot, right?
0: <laughs> she telling me. She's telling me, oh, get off, you're too long, right? But but that's right. It, it, to me, that's, in essence, um, that's connecting with yourself. And it's not being selfish. And yourself is part of your subconscious. It's, it's all part of that, right? right. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, we uh, we better now finish up this podcast. It's gone on a, a way too, probably gone a bit too long.
1: Where was the 10-minute one or was it a 30-minute one? Well, I don't know. It's you still there. It's,
0: it's, well, it's, uh, Masura, <laughs> our assistant, held up a sign to get off about 20 minutes. <laughs> know, right? It's like yeah, exit stage left we should be doing a while ago in the theoretical term, exit stage left or stage right. Okay, look, thank you very much again, everyone, for listening. J- Jane, once again, thank you for being on our podcast show internet thanks again for being here and uh should we finish thank- with
1: that quote just as a high point oh yeah okay there's a rupert spira quote here which is basically mind is awareness in motion so thinking mind is awareness in motion awareness is mind at rest
0: awareness is mind at rest yes, that, that's that's
1: and that's Social, where we're, yeah, what we're yeah. cultivating. Here. That's
0: what we're cultivating. That's what we're trying to work with, being aware for leaders. To be a good leader, you need to have awareness. And that's really what it's all about. That says it. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone.
1: I'll sit now and breathe and be at rest.
0: <laughs> that's it, be at rest. Okay then, guys, until next time, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.